morning, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Matthew, and I'm playing Clever Stitch, the Tabaxi Arcane Archer. Hey, Lynn, and I'm playing Fable Frost, the Ace Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. Megan, and I'm playing Sarai Landir, the Eldrin Glamour Bard. Howdy, y'all. This is Maz. I'll be playing Tavroth Oakenblade, the Widow Scout. And I'm Kez, and I'm going to be playing Treasure Knight Crafter, the Tiefling Fighter. All righty. So before we get into tonight's adventure, we want to make a couple of announcements. But first, let's say uh, happy International Women's Day. Is that is that the appropriate? Is it a merry? Is it a happy? Is it it's a, a ha- it's a it's a um that jealousy at this point. I'm neither happy nor merry about it because we found out that fucking Germany recognizes it as an actual like bank holiday. Like, it's a real... Berlin, sure. It's a real holiday there, whereas here it's just a thing that men bitch about and women seize onto with our whole souls for 24 hours. I mean, it is international, so, you know. We're gonna go to Berlin. We're gonna move to Berlin. Next year we're going to Berlin for this, and we're gonna have Oktoberfest in March. March Toberfest. March Womenfest. Okay. But happy International Women's Day! <laughs> well done. Happy International Women's Day. Uh, before we get into the action, we do have a couple of quick announcements. Matthew, kick us off. So, first, uh, as you all know, we are honored to be sponsored by Norris Foundry! Uh, you can go to Norris Foundry for all of your dice and dice-adjacent needs, whether it be... Um, their aluminum dice, their precision dice, their gemstone dice, their regular acrylic dice, uh, boxes to carry them in, to roll them in, anything and everything you need, they've got. And we are happy to announce, announce, I say this every week, we have a code for them. We have a code with them. You can use REPRPG to be able to get 15% off of your entire order. Um, which whenever you're buying quality dice, uh, every saved dollar is a great dollar saved. So I encourage that anytime you want to get any gifts for you and your D&D friends, you use the code REPRPG, that's REPRPG, for 15% off of your entire order. North Foundry! All right, and what else do we have coming up? Meg. On Thursday, we have a new episode of The Archives, a show where myself and Eric, who plays Sorak, we recap everything that has happened on tonight's episode of Disasters in Danger. I have a feeling that this Thursday is going to be very spicy, as we have a lot of uh, interesting things to be getting underway tonight. But this Thursday is a very special episode. We're going to be dealing with uh, with Trixie's drug problem. No, uh, this week is my birthday! Yay. Pause for cheers. Um, I'm turning years old, and um, as a special Hobbit celebration for all of you, um, I'm giving a, one of our lucky viewers a dice set from uh, from Norse Foundry. Everybody knows how much I love me some opal dice, and everyone knows that I cannot own them because they are cursed if I purchase them for myself. But if I buy them for you, maybe it's a little bit luckier. So... On Thursday, we'll be doing a giveaway for the Opalite dice set from Norse Foundry. Uh, but you have to be watching or a Patreon to be able to be entered. So if you're busy on Thursday and you can't be there, 
I get it. Send me a card with a $5 check in the mail. But um, make sure that you're a patron, because even at the dollar level, is that right? You get entered into all the drawings? That's all ridiculous. patrons, oh, regardless of level. $12 a year, yeah. y'all. That's ridiculous. Yep. And we are going to have some more uh, giveaways coming up, because our streamiversary is... Yeah. Um, for the channel is in the beginning of April. It's in a month. Yeah. Yeah. But so. no, That's genuinely right. though, twelve. But like twelve dollars a month, and some of these dice we're giving away are a hundred dollar sets. Like I'm sorry, you can't, you yeah. can't beat that kind of like holy crap. Yeah. Like I'm tempted to just join, <laughs> and I'm here, and I can just choose not to send you all your dice. Like I don't, but I could. <laughs> So with that said, <laughs> let's let's get into tonight's adventure, shall we? So our adventure takes place in the lands of Lictrocht, lands of myth and legend. And as we have crossed beyond the warden's threshold, we are now entering Western Lictrocht. And our heroes uh, trying to pass through this extensive mountain range, one uh, have reached a final hurdle uh, before they they see the great ravine beyond uh, according to their maps it is an ancient dwarven um, fortress citadel taig home kingdom who knows but it's old and it's dwarven and it's been uh, it's been beat up it is it shows evidence of great battles fought long ago with the remains of uh, dwarves and Dragons and dragon hunting monsters and giants and all sorts of terrifying, terrifying things. And so our heroes now, with their uh, company in tow, are preparing to brave these dangerous halls beneath the mountain. Um, in the back, uh, we have the rest of the company with our our three absent uh, absent like they our, our three other party members, uh, and so our scouting party is comprised of those seen here. Uh, we are going to begin. You guys have as you approach the great entrance. It is, you can see the remnants of tall, massive stone doors, stone and, and wooden doors, worked with excellent dwarven architecture that had been uh, battered and bashed in the wood, somewhat old uh, and, and worn, both by, by time and fiery destruction that had been wrought upon it. Even it though it has been years since, if not decades, or perhaps even centuries, you all can already begin to feel the unease of undeath begin to creep up and over you. The light from the morning sun is weak, uh, as it tries to filter past mountains capped with snow, beyond trees and valleyous regions, to these doors that lie in the shadow of the mountain. As you guys are stepping forward, 
beyond these great doors, your caravan awaiting behind you, safe distance away. Um, it is, it is dark. The light that spills beyond the doorways is dim at best. And from there, you can see broken barricades and spears, stone spikes and, uh, shattered bodies that lay strewn about, um, some massive giant-like, some small, dwarven size, or smaller. Bones of beast and humanoid mingle. In some places, it's difficult to tell one from the other. Great stone columns uh, line this massive entry hall, and the floor, worked and polished stone, at least it once was. The chars of fire, arcs of magic, the arcane remnants, all evidence before you. Who is up front? Uh, light. Who needs light? Who has light? Yeah, I don't think we need it. I don't think the Janasi is, um, has dark vision. Yeah, I do not have dark vision. So we need it. Um, um, no, I can also just, I can just have a fire hand lantern myself. I don't have to cast anything. It is just a thing. Okay. So it gives you So I have my own light. Yeah. Gives you 10 feet of bright light and 10 feet of dim light beyond that. So, not a, tr not a ton of light. You won't be able to see terribly far. Just fine. I'll, uh, hook arms with her. Because mm -hmm. I can see. Okay. I'll see, I'll be her seeing eye, Eladrin. Mm -hmm. Seeing eye, Eladrin. Shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we... We should have come to expect this. I have to go. I'm invited here. Shut up. My mom says that my dryer needs to get fixed. Your mom That's says you have to stay specific. in. Have an adventure. Yes. Um. So we've got Clever Stitch, Tauroth Oakenblade up front, uh, Fablens Ride in the middle with Treasure bringing up the rear. Is that yes? That that looks like that's about right. What it is. That sounds traditional for us. Sure. Um, before we go in, though, say since as we're still getting ready to just get in there, mm -hmm. I'm gonna take the archer's shield that I have, the one that I picked up from the centaur tribes. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, Stitch. Hmm. I'm gonna toss him the the shield. Uh, that might actually come in handy for you tonight. I mean, I'm going to be running around like running around in the shadows all up in there, so that'll probably slow me down a bit. That might be all good right. for you tonight. That, all right, thank you. While Matthew frantically looks, what this is? It's a it's a shield you can use with a longer short bow, um, but it but it otherwise renders that hand pretty useless, um, and it it takes. It takes an action to don and doff it uh, because it's 
it it like it like locks your arm out almost straight and you have to like strap it in basically so so you to take it off in combat is a pain um sure but but you just shoot stuff anyway so exactly I was about so, to say, unless he's actively having to climb things one-handed and panic, that's probably a very useful thing for him. Yeah, absolutely. I will equip that. Thank you very much. Okay. Clever Stitch taking uh, the time to hack on his uh, his new shield. His, his new new shield. Um, yeah, I'll sh- I'll show him where the buckles and the straps are. Just explaining it. Yeah, trying to uh, see. I'm trying to get those and to make me one that's a little more apt for what I do. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Right. Uh, down to hell now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's our only option, really. Let's okay. nice get going. So, you guys begin to step into this dangerous hallway. Uh, hall, gr- hall, great hall is a better word for for what you're what you're looking at. You can tell it's sort of this big entry chamber. You can see the columns in there. Um, what are your passive perceptions, please? Well. Eleven. Eighteen. Eighteen. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. The bodies here are plentiful. Um, they're mostly bone. Not a lot of meat left on these in particular. I would like you guys to make... Um, are you just ignoring the bones as you're entering through here? Or are you trying to pick through the bodies? Um, are you? Are, how quickly are you just trying to get to the other side? Let's at least look at them. I'd like to see what we're up against if this is a Indiana Jones situation where we can look and go, ah, there's traps in this wall. Look how they died. Like, that's very helpful information. And, and I would like to see if, um, like... Healing potions and weapons. <laughs> well, but if it's piles of bones or if it's, like, skeletons. <laughs> like, if they fell here organically or if they were put here. Yeah, or, or like it's like if, a refuse if pile. It's a yeah. refuse wing pile. Yeah. Exactly. Like if there's some giant animal in here that's chomping on people and then throwing the carcasses in the trash pile. Like it's wing Wednesday it's, for them and they're just going to town. Yeah. Or if it's like somebody got murdered here, fell here, and their body has lied here since they were killed. Um So as you guys look around, you can see that there it's it's a little bit of a mix of both. Um it looks like there there is a couple of body piles, um, bone piles that are near, actually pretty close, much closer towards like the entrance. Okay, we'll say you guys have come in at least like 10, 15 feet, just so you can 
cautiously, of course, but enough that you can kind of look around. You can see the barricades. Most of these bones are are dropped, looking like where they've died. Um, make me make me investigation checks. Um, if now here's the thing: if you're gonna just investigate, like try to devise what happened without getting close and looking at stuff or moving anything, it's at disadvantage. Um, but if you're if you if you don't mind rummaging, it's a normal no, we'll investi- touch stuff. Yeah, if you're <laughs> if you're touching stuff, the normal investigation stuff check. I'm gonna yeah. I'll just like kind of like a cursory glance, but I'm gonna be more focused on checking for traps, seeing if okay. anybody's hidden there. Okay. So would that still be investigation or I'll still perception? take I'll still take investigation on that. Perception is it, with your eighteen is um, if something's trying to stealth up on you, they'll roll against that. So I'll still take investigation. So um, I moved things around, so I rolled it just flat. Mm-hmm. Natural 20 for a 22. Okay, awesome. Ella, I also moved things around, and it's a 13. Right. Keeping my pretty butt planted, so disadvantage, it's an 11. Okay. Uh, yeah. More, yeah, more focused on... Checking for traps, so 18. Okay. And I'm checking less for traps or what exactly happened here. I'm trying to see if there's any creatures that we can, like any areas where we can immediately see creatures might be hiding, including looking up because, okay, we've run into a little too much of that for me to be comfortable. Sure, absolutely. So would I roll flat or disadvantage for looking for like areas Um, like that? I'll give it to you flat. Go for it. Okay. Thirteen. Okay. Um, so as you guys look around, well, I'll I'll do the I'll do the bottom two first because they're um, specific. Let's go with that. So animal wise, the the most you see in here that's sort of moving around, uh, Kez is um, a couple of like small rats. Um, not not enough to be a swarm or dangerous. They do not seem hostile. They are uh, scared of you. And anywhere that that the little fire hand perhaps uh, twinkles, they they're like, nope. We know what that's about. We're not sticking around for it, right? Um, and maybe a couple of like crows, because it, it's a very big door. You know what I mean? And it's so we're talking mostly carrion scavengers, um, and there there's not much for them to necessarily scavenge. But uh, animals be animals, so you know what I mean. And that—that's about the most movement or danger that you're that you're seeing anywhere. Um, Talroth, as you're looking around, you don't see, you can see where there were originally some um, like pitfall traps and some um, spike traps most of which they look to have been triggered and most of which seem to be set on um, within about 30 feet of the main entrance. And some of those are are like stone spike uh, or iron spikes that drop from from the ceiling uh, to to destroy and, and kill larger prey. And you're actually you can see the evidence of, of their successes and failures. 
sort of scattered around. It looks like when these doors got breached, um, the first wave of people coming through were were sort of um, taken by surprise and and absolutely, you know, uh, blasted by these by these falling things. But but a lot of those spikes and things were also seemingly like picked up and used by giants as, as weapons or hurled out of the way and to the sides. Um, so you can see them kind of scattered about. Looks like there's probably one that's still active and it, it's got about like a 10 foot uh, kind of trigger underneath it. But the fact that there are still, there are bodies like on it or where you anticipate that trigger to be uh, tells you that it, you you suspect that particular trap was faulty for for whatever reason. Um, but I will also let you know that it looks like some of these traps weren't triggered in the initial battle, but were triggered by people that had come through scavenging afterwards, because the corpses look different. Right? Which brings us over to uh, my first three. And and we're gonna I'm gonna focus on Clever Stitch with the natural twenty. With the 11 and the 13, you guys are picking up some of this, but um, a lot of these corpses have been picked over. Um, either by time or treasure hunters slash raiders. And, and you can see different the different um, types of corpses that are here. There are a few that have... It looks like the initial battle was long enough ago that there are no there's no skin left right the those Gross. um but there there are there are no like zombies in this particular chamber um nothing preserved like that but there there's a few newer corpses that are probably in the last 50 years they probably still have some some skin or a little bit of flesh on them um looks like some of the bones have been piled Less by like being chewed on by a by a, a creature or an animal, and more like people came in to raid it and started like organizing things, started started pushing things in in piles and had to get stuff out of the way. Yeah, exactly. It it it's it's sort of industrial um, in in its naturing and and stylings. Um, although there are the deeper in you go, you can see glints of of armor and weapons uh, still unraided in this initial chamber. And I say you guys have moved in about 15, 20 feet at this point, very cautiously, seeing what you what you have. What else would you guys, what would you guys like to do next? Can we see if any of the weapons are like useful and worth taking? Yeah. You guys Just in can, case. Yeah, you guys can can press in a little deeper. Um, as you guys begin to, to continue to enter, you can, you can't see the, the walls. You can't see the edge of the, of the room. Um, your dark vision only extends 60 feet. Um, it's a, it's a big room is, is the, is the point, right? Um, so you guys uh, begin to come in it, from where you're you're at now. Um, the edge of your vision and um, probably the edge of like the door light 
about 80 feet into this room is where you start to see glints of metal and things that haven't been scavenged over. So, are you guys moving quietly as you move in here, or are you just yes. tromping along? All right, let's do the stealth check. Let's go quiet. Uh, 14. Yeah, that was not great for you. 17. 18. 27. 14, which is okay for treasure. It's pretty good. I like it. Considering how clanky and hoofy she is, that's very good for treasure. You know, the old clank and hoof. The old clank and hoof. It just sounded like a thing that needed to be said. I'm not sure quite what it is, but that's now how I'm describing treasure just moving through a room. She's clanking hoofing through the room. It just sounds like a circusism or an Irishism. Who could argue with clank and hoof, Maybe right? Both. Yeah, both of them. As you guys are making your way in, the echoes of the hall are unsettling lately uncomfortable, perhaps. Um, you continue in 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 feet, 90 feet. You're beginning to see um, the weapons are mostly old. Um, there are some stainless steel ones that, that seem to have survived much of their deterioration. Um, most of the wooden halves of like clubs and axes are mm, probably not terribly useful at this point. Um, I will say you guys do spot a couple of the things that are on some of the bodies, like bracers, belts, um, ornamental pieces that looks like individually they're you know they're probably worth some gold pieces, um, you know, 25, 50 at, at, at a piece. If you want to start sifting through those, you, you absolutely can. Sure, fuck it. Hell yeah, why not? Okay. I'm going to start shoving shit in this haversack. I was about to say, we're already, you know what? In for, a, in for a penny, in for a pound. We have committed to searching through stuff here just in case. Cool. While um, they're looking, Sarai would like to keep like m better eyes on okay. where they're going, where they've come from, fucking everything. Okay. Where did we come from and where did we go? As She's doing the cotton aren't you? Yeah. Uh, those of you that are looking for stuff to, to salvage, make me another round of investigation checks. Uh, those of you that are keeping an extra sharp eye for danger and or predators, you can make me perception checks with your Passive as a floor. Good. My investigation is one point higher than my uh, perception, so I'm glad I'm choosing to search through things. Modified 20 for the perception. Five. Okay. Dirty 20 for um, perception. 21 for perception. 18 for investigation. Let's loot some bodies. Okay. Um, Clever Stitch, were yours was investigation? Yes, it was uh, investigation okay. for the bodies. Just making sure. Okay, so, um, treasure and 
Fable. You guys search through Fable, you're going to find a... Um, you're going to find a um, large sort of dwarven style uh, belt inlaid with... Um, Looks like some some semi precious gems. The whole thing's probably worth fifty gold pieces just in materials and and gems. Um, the... Listen, I rolled a five. It's not going to be magical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, treasure. As you're you're gonna end up collecting, I'm gonna say about four uh, pieces. They're mostly armor pieces, sort of the accents of like ornamental pieces. You can see where, where some of these dwarves were wearing maybe leathers or studs or or their their breastplates have been cleaved in, right, with with massive things. Like the armor itself is useless, but you're picking up like glove trims off of the bracers, uh, some you know, um what are they? Some pauld pauldrons are on the shoulders, sure, pauldrons too. Um, greaves, the sort of overlays on the feet and, and things like that. Uh, you're going you're gonna to get four such pieces, each of those probably worth about 50 gold pieces in, in materials and gems. Um, if you guys were to find an interested art of, uh, historian or artifacts, fire might be worth more, these things. Uh, Clever Stitch, you're going to find um, about three such similar pieces as you're going, but one thing, uh, a little, uh, probably another 10 feet in, a little deeper does does sort of catch your your eye. Um, there is the, around um, a central dwarven figure, as you're, you're looking there, looks like he had um, probably like an honor guard. Their armor is, is very much, looks like they got sort of cr like tin canned in. Like they they were they were killed with prejudice, um, but among among those um, pieces, uh, as you're sifting through and grabbing some things, the bones shifting and clanging, you see there is on a belt a key. Um, dwarven make solid um, iron. Uh, like sturdy, not uh, doesn't look like the key, not like the black iron key that that the awful had you had you pick up, but um, but like just a just a good old fashioned sturdy dwarven ah key right like like and it's pretty big like you're kind of looking at it and you're like that might be a mace I might be able like I might be able to sort a keyblade this like I might just hold it from one end and. and bludgeon somebody with it, right? Like it, Well, Matthew said... Yeah. I can retire now. I've done it. We've, we've finished it off. <laughs> One D&D, and it was advanced. Listen, none of us have ever really decided quite, this character is done forever, I have to leave. There's always the possibility of bringing them back into the game later, mm -hmm. but I feel like you could just yeet him and be like, nah, fuck it, like, <laughs> done. Please don't. Yeah. Um, so as you go up to to grab the piece, and you're sort of shifting through, um, it's hooked on a ring on the belt, and you're you're there, and one of the skeletal hands uh, reaches over and grabs 
your wrist as suddenly this loud clacking of bones begins to echo throughout the chamber and rising up are uh, what seems to be an army of dwarven skeletons all all around you guys. Let us uh, look for initiative, please. Three kings. We three kings are fighting the tomb. Doom, doom, doom in the tomb. I, are the Isseride or the Bone Bone Jangles gonna go first? Uh, Isseride bone is. Jangles? Yeah, Bone Jangles. Bone Jangles? I'm angry. Cody, switch to fighting music while they're having this actual fight in real life. Score this! Forget the combat! Score Megan and Matthew's pun battle! It's not a fight. I don't we're not we're gonna discuss it on the car ride home. Oh no, ominous. Matthew, can I talk to you in the kitchen real quick? Not the kitchen. Not the kitchen. Anywhere but the kitchen. Panic. <laughs> Get the spray this is, bottle. This is why you have an open floor plan, kids, is so that everyone can hear when you're scolding someone in the other room. <laughs> it's for safety. It's really for witnesses. Get yourself an open floor plan. HGTV has been trying to tell us for years. Really? Up first is uh, Talroth, by the way. Talroth. Okay, uh, so... To let you guys know, um, due to their vast numbers and uh, minimal challenging, we're going to be implementing some some horde rules for... um, for fighting skeletons. So what that means is that I'm going to treat them as a, a one large sack of hit points, and as you tick off um, hit points on them, skeletons will drop even if it overflows. So you can, you can basically kind of cleave through them as you go, right? Um, the other thing that I will note to you is they will attack as groups. Um, so they, they'll get some bonuses to attack and damage, but it also saves me from making a bunch of attack rolls, and it um, we may do some deck saves if they do like ranged attacks. It'll be more like a volley of arrows than like a um, individual shot. Because yeah, cool. Yeah, the, to to challenge you guys, I think I have to have fifty of these things. So, and ironically. The new combat rules you were talking about about criticals won't apply to these things, probably, because they're a whole horde. It's uh, not for, like we can be like, that one skeleton is going to have a disadvantage on eye stuff. Yeah, no. For, He's for, dead. So, like, we talked a lot about it. It's not even going to happen in this fight. Also, I just want to say real quick, this doesn't need to be a challenge. It's a warm-up. You know what I'm saying? When you're getting the muscles prepped, you don't really want to push too hard. So this doesn't need to be challenging. We don't need yeah. 50. All right. Yeah, um, agreed. Talroth, you are up. What are you up to? It's my birthday. Uh, since I was keeping an eye out, just seeing if anything was going to pop up on us, mm-hmm. would I have been able to see Stitch getting the key and the thing coming up on him? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, if he was, if he picked up the key and they came up after him, it's like, you know what? I'm going to haul ass over and just swing at whatever's grabbing at him. Okay, yeah, go for it. Make your attack roll. 
Uh, that's a 16. That'll hit. Yeah. Armor Sweet. class on the skeletons is 13. All right. And at least for my own sake for this, uh, would I be able to get sneak attack on them or not? Absolutely. Yeah. You can sneak attack undead in this edition. Go for it. They're focusing on dragging Matthew into the depths of hell. They're not looking at you. That key yeah, is a is a threatening weapon, so I'm I'm giving you giving it to you. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure since you said this was like a horde, I'm like Yeah. I'll give it to you. Make sure. Yeah. Go for it. Alright, so that's gonna be a uh, ten damage with the House of Rain Sword. Another ten damage for sneak attack. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so, as you come rushing up, your blade cleaves through the hand of the skeleton, catching one of them. The skeleton uh, that was rising up on Clever Stitch shatters, clattering back to the ground. The one that the end of your of your blade cuts through. Um, remains standing, although pieces of it have begun to break away. Uh, one down, you cont- you have a bonus action if you would like to make a follow-up attack or do whatever you would like with it. So how far away would Stitch and I be from everyone else? Or are we I'm like... Gonna say like I'm going to say like 15 feet, maybe 20 at most. You guys, are, you didn't like go super far. You know, it, I will say that there do seem to be some skeletons like in between, starting to rise up in between you and the rest of the group, just because the bones were so prolific everywhere. Um, but you are not physically far from them. All right, and I'll just, I'll just take a swipe at the next one with an offhand. Yeah, go for it. That's eighty fourteen hits. And that's only going to be five damage, not ten. Five damage, okay. So with that five, the second skeleton drops to the floor. Um, it's bones breaking on on the way down. You can tell some of the damage of these skeletons has been done before. Uh, it looks like some o- over time they sometimes reform, but some of them are just battered and, and broken. Um, up next is Saride. Yes. Um, she's going to, uh, play on our little Saturn and, uh, cast Bark Skin on herself. Okay. And, um, that's it. Power cord for the Bark Skin. I like it. Yeah, she's just, because it's, it's dwarves, right? It's yeah. dwarven. She's just playing, uh, the Song of the Lonely Mountain. Yeah. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Sorry sure there's a copyright involved there uh dwarves dwarves are up next let's yeah. do it um so they are there's enough of them that there are five of you nine dwarves can attack a single person at a time um so the horde comes comes rushing in i'm going to make one attack against each of you and uh give them a a plus nine top their normal bonus to hit and then plus nine damage that's the way i I sort of run my my horde, right? Um, oh, excuse me, plus eight because you're the center button of the of the keypad, basically. Uh, clever stitch. That is going to be a 
20 total to hit. Barely does it. But Barely yes. does it. Uh, Fable, that is a... Um... Nope, never mind, I didn't do it. Uh, 27. It is, that definitely hits. No, I was going to say, it is assumed that I cast Mage Armor on myself at the beginning of every day. It's already in my armor class, but I didn't have time to cast, and I didn't say I cast a That's... Mantle Flame. So, uh, but yeah, that definitely hits either okay. way. So ride, uh, that's going to be a 25, uh, 25, or 23 to it's hit It's a 20, Talroth, it doesn't matter. To hit Talroth and a... Starts with a 2, it's going to hit. <laughs> and, a, and a 29. Yeah, they, you all get hit. Apologies. That's um, all good. No, it's not. Man, it's fine uh, for Everybody's going to take 12 points of piercing damage. Okay. And then the... Yes. Uh, yeah, so I still had 8 temp hit points from last game. Would those still be there, or are those gone by now? I think it's a different day. We're good. It's, I just had it. I had the same issue. It is? Yeah, different day. Yeah. Oh, fuck! Yeah, we hell had to sleep. None of us had anything left after that last stuff. I thought this was the same day. I thought that's why... We bypassed the trolls. That Whoa. took a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It gave us an extra day. We we took. Oh it, fuck. Yeah. So so we've had a long rest. Let me reset my life then. Okay. Please. Oh, God, cool. Yes. Do that. Cool. 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 Tight. 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 All right. Tight, and yeah, tight, Cody fucked me up. It's fine. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, Clever Stitch and Talroth, I'd like you guys to make dexterity saving throws, please. Oh, I forgot to mention, I am going to uncanny dodge, to, so it's 6 instead of 12. Sounds good. Uh, dirty 20. Okay. And dexterity save, you said? Dexterity save, yep. 14. Okay. DC is 16. Uh, so you're going to take... That is uh, 10 points of piercing damage, so 5 to Clever Stitch, and 10 to Tauroth. Oh, you took Ranger, Tauroth, didn't you? You don't have evasion. No, I do have evasion. Oh, you do? All right. So 5 to you. There you go. Up next. Fable. Fable. Good! Ah, for the first... Nope, I'll use that next turn. Currently, bonus action, Mantle of Flame. I remembered good already. Um, no, that's a lie. I'm not going to waste it on this fight. Because, as you said, if this is a warm-up and it's just the skeletons, I'm. it's only once per long rest, so I want to save it for if we run into a boss later. Who's going to fuck me up? I, having, having seen your Mantle of Flame, I'm, yep. going, I'm going to end the way the new... Subclasses are mostly written, and okay. since Phoenix Soul Sorcerer didn't make is weird, the, yeah, didn't make the cut. Um, I'm gonna say you can use it a number of times per day equal to your proficiency bonus, because that is um, in Tasha's uh, cauldron you? of everything. That that's a lot of the like determining. Uh, Will you thing. marry me? <laughs> I, I already planned on it, but sure. Good, let's, amazing! Let's go. I am so happy right now. Oh my god. 
I think yeah. I can only do it once per. Now I'm not finding it anywhere. Well, now you can do it three times. But I'm going to do it three yeah. times. It may have just been in general, but I thought it was a rest-related thing. I'm going to look it up. But either way, good. I cast it. It's such an yeah. integral part of that of that subclass. Like, if you don't have Mantle of Flame on, you're not a Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. So it, it seems silly to not uh, be able to do it frequently enough. I'm going to really fast find out if I was uh, doing that wrong. It may just be at will as many times as I want. However, uh, I will let you know. Um, But either way, I do cast it right now. Um, Never mind. It says literally nothing about only being able to do it. So I was wrong. We just usually only have the one big fight a game. So thank you for the three, but I'm going to continue to do it as often as you want. (laughs) So Mantle of Flame bonus action. Sorry for that derailment, fam. Um, and then I'm going to uh, fuck many of them up, please. Uh, I'd like to hit them very hard. Mm-hmm. Here, I thought I was being mature and responsible for being like, I'm going to save my spells. Um, I would like... Hmm, how many of them are there around us at currently? More than you can see past. Amazing. So... I would like to get as many of them in a, a line as possible. You look, through, a... you look through the bones and there are mm. many beyond them. Good. A line, I'm going to cast it first and see if it hits. Um, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yes. Do it, okay. Am I rolling to hit? I'm not rolling the hit. Uh, I'm going to need all of your skeletons in a 30-foot line to make a deck safe. Okay. Please. Yep, so that's six deck saves. Yeah. Um, one is a natural 20. The... Fuck that guy. Oh, skeletons have a dex bonus? I misread that. Well, they're all bone. I feel like they could move a little more flexibly. Yeah, so... Um... 22, 21, 20, 16, 13, and 8. The 13 and 8 definitely fail. Two of them fail. Yeah, 14 yeah. is my dex. But, um, so this is Agazar's, Agazar's Scorcher. I have never used it. Yep. A line of roaring flame 30 feet long and 5 feet wide emanates from you in a direction you choose. I'm going to choose not to hit my friends. Um, each creature in the line must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 3d8 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. All right, roll me I'm just casting it at second level. Yeah, I'm, I'm rolling it on the thing. Um, because fast math, that is an eight of four and two, so 14 plus my charisma, 15, 16, 17 plus my um, feet. 17. It would be if you rolled Nine. a one, you would turn it. I could roll a two, that's correct. Um, okay. And they, res- they they ignore any resistance if they happen to have it. So that is that should be 17 points of lay damage. Okay. Because I get it equal to my charisma modifier anytime I roll fire damage. Done. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, 18, because I have the Wand of the War Mage. It doesn't calculate it in, and I always forget that I have it. I think that's against, isn't that against single target targets? Wand of the War Mage is, um, you get a plus one to bonus. Oh, just attack rolls. Never mind. Yep. I ignore half cover yep. when I make a spell attack. Yep. So yep. I don't feel dumb anymore then, because I've never needed to put it on. <laughs> Okay, so that is um, 
72 total points of damage. And so that is going to be... Just the whole path I have carved us. Yeah, I I mean... Like, I just... I found us a hole! I made us a hole! Yeah. Just a a huge chunk of... uh, Of... Of skeletons drop down to the floor. Uh, I'm going to say... I don't know, like five of them just just burn down. There's there's uh, bones crumpling on onto the ground. Who's next? That turned to be me. Um. Okay. So uh, I want to bonk things with this key. Okay. It's much smarter for me to drop it and fucking shoot things. Do it. <laughs> bonk them. So I will take this first round to ineffectually bonk. All right. Ineffectually and then once bonk. I've seen that it is ineffectual, I will probably drop the key. Okay. And, um, you know. So, uh, any chance this could be a um, <laughs> finesse? It's not a finesse weapon. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I want for your really? sake for it to be, but there's... <laughs> okay. It's just not. Um, is it going to be considered a um, um, a fake weapon? I can't think of the correct word. For improvised. That. Um, improvised. No, 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 no. I'm, 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 pl- I'm looking up club stats right now. It's is it a yes and weapon? <laughs> it's going to be. Um, let's make it a morning star. Right. Okay. Cool. So. Um, so it's a D eight. No, gotcha. that's piercing. That's dumb. It can just be D8 yeah. bludgeoning. Yeah, it's a, it's a D8 bludgeoning versatile key. That's what it is. D8 or D10 bludgeoning versatile key. You can't so wield I... it with a D10 because you have the shield on. But Sure. So... You want to so action I... search and I... take that shield off now, don't you? No, no, I don't. Okay. It's, it's going to take a minute. But I, um, I rolled like my claws because uh-huh. it's the same bonus sure so i nat 20 nice um yeah so So you get you get max damage and roll a d8 to to go on top of it these guys aren't gonna suffer from our uh our critical conditions that we had talked about earlier i'm just giving you guys bonus damage on on these stitches stitches title is the key master (laughs) yes um, so that's going to be 13 damage total. It's okay. very p- piss poor damage in comparison to like what I normally do. But you know what? I'll fucking take it. Yeah, that's, that's a skeleton right there. 13, yeah, 13 damage is a whole skeleton. Again. Yeah, do it. Lit. That's a modified 20. That hits. <laughs> Two damage. On two, that one. Two damage. I love Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Listen, never mind. Nope. Yeah, you, you yeah, guys are uh, two more. Uh, one zombie goes down. One of them takes it uh, in the head. The helmet sort of falls off and it... It makes clicking noises at you with its teeth. Gross. Yep. Uh, Gross. I believe that Lee Treasure, you're the only person left. Am I not mistaken? Yep, um, all it. the way at the two. Yeah. So let's go ahead and wind up, and she's just going to try to swath through what she can of these guys. And Absolutely. Help, you know, help cut some of this path. Start carving. 
have two attacks. Uh, one to 19, which for me is a crit. Yep. And the other is a dirty 20. No hits. So roll me crit damage plus dice and then just the normal dice damage on the second one. Okay, I do not roll ones, so let me roll that again. There you go. So that's going to be 7 plus 12 plus 5. So 24. That's the crit. Right. And the normal dice damage will be max damage as well. So it's 6, 6, and 5. 17. Mm-hmm. That is, so the critical comes sweeping through your massive greatsword, carves two skeletons in half, rib, go, rib cages go flying out across the way. You take a step forward and cleave through uh, another one um, that is, yeah, you guys are down to, uh, ooh, wrong, wrong numbers. Uh, yeah, you just took out three and a half zombie, three and a half skeletons right there. So, uh, next round. Skellies are on a four. With Me a, too. With a plus two dex. Fuck off. Oh, me too. <laughs> All right. Um, you go first. I, they're okay, they're a horde. I don't mind. Go for it. Who's up first? Clever Stitch. With the key in hand. Thank you for stalling. Um, he will continue to bonk because it was effectual. It was an effectual. Effective last turn. Yeah, an effective bonk. I love it. Hey, he will stop bonking. <laughs> because that was, well, me, yeah, yeah. That was a seven, so an 11 total. So that one missed. Oh, so that one missed. And there are too many skeletons, so he will drop it. Oh. And then pull out his bow um, and then uh, is is drawing a weapon an action or a bonus action? Oh! A bug live on camera! Yeah, on camera, bug live! 200 gold. So you, Saride looks over and, and sees a, uh, a, a a brilliant necklace of, of gold worth 200 gold pieces on one of the on one of the dwarven uh, skeletons, why so it wore <laughs> why it wore its its uh, its wrapper chain into I'm talking like one of those big thick ropes, not like not like a but like a but like an 80s 90s wrapper, you know, Ooh. chain of gold. Yeah, yeah. Stop. My Absolutely. Heart. Yes. Well, I don't think it, I have the strength that. to wear it, but okay. <laughs> No, strength or the constitution, really. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, what is it to draw a weapon? I, I know with a melee really... weapon, you can draw a weapon and make an attack in the same uh, action. I mean, I'll action surge if if I'm allowed to draw my we- draw my weapon since I'll, I... I'll give it to you as a bonus action. Okay, perfect. So I'll draw it as a bonus action. Thank you. Um, and then... Oh, thank you! Yes! Oh, thank you! Thank you. Um, and so, 
And so then I will um, action surge. Oh, wait, hold hold on. Clever Stitch, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you do that, because I actually just remembered something, because none of you use bludgeoning weapons. You did. The key, the key is a bludgeoning weapon. Uh, they're Man. vulnerable to bludgeoning, so you would I have dealt. I continue bonking. You would have dealt if I, double if I damage. Do you remember what you dealt last turn? Um, I did. The first one is a crit, and it did thirteen damage. And the, the second one. It should be in the damage. log. No, yeah. because I don't have. That's fine. Uh, so I got you another another thirteen. And then, uh, and then another another two. another two, yeah. So it's up to you. You you don't have to continue well, yeah, bonking. I will continue bonking them because it's it is effective. Um, so so fuck it. That's a modified twenty. Nice. Three damage. So six. And then I will action surge. Okay. And attack it. Two more times. Is that is that a an eighteen? That'll hit. Seven damage. Double to fourteen. And then a ten. So that one's a miss. So that one's a miss. So clever stitch, thinking about shooting, looking at the. <laughs> it, so the key has like a little spike here at the end. And then what, like the the teeth of the key, right? Teeth form like a like a hand guard on it. And then up here is like the big square. Um, so th- so this is the part that actually goes in the lock. And then it's turned with like the big square square head and just 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 bashing through them, bones shattering and cracking as as he goes. Uh, who's the next? Saride. Yes, next to Saride. Saride grabs her gold chain. Obviously. Yeah. Um, Shit. So I'm going to bonus action Mantle of Inspiration. Okay. Eight, ten hit points. You guys can move if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. Um, yes. Oh, wait. We get an attack of opportunity, though, right? I, and yeah. I will say, you guys are... Oh, no, you don't. So not for this, but the the skeletons are so thick around you, it's going to be difficult terrain. Um, so you're, you're going to be moving at half speed. Normally, you can't move through an enemy's space, but since we're doing, like, horde rules, I'm, I'll let you move as, uh, as difficult terrain. I'm just going to hang out where I'm at. Okay. I mean, you guys can kind of group up if you want. If you want to use your reactions to do that, you do not have to. And then, why not? Um, as an action, she'll cast Fey Aspect Haunted. Okay. To make herself look like you know, evil Galadriel, essentially. Yes. Um, to try to outscare the skellies, because that's not a thing, but I don't have much else, so. Okay. Uh, what, do they make a save? Oh no, it doesn't actually do shit. Uh, um, I double my charisma bonus oh, cool. on intimidation checks. That's it. Oh. 
so it will do shit shortly. But I, but I, no, it's just me. I just look super scary. And I didn't know, for like flavor purposes, I didn't know if, like, can I make an intimidation check and tell sure. him to like get the fuck out? Like, I can't really do anything. Sure. Because that's my it. action bonus action. So I'll, I'll let you do a, um, I'll let you make an intimidation check with it. Only if you give me your best Galadriel impression when you do it. Well, let me see how I roll first. Terrified. Already. Honestly. Yeah, so it's an 18. An 18? Okay. Roll some roll some wisdom saves here. God. Okay. Uh yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that the I'm gonna say that uh four of the skeletons that were going to attack you this turn uh actually back back away a little bit, so you're only gonna get attacked with a with the plus four on the group. This turn. Okay. Who's next? Up next is Talroth. Talroth. All right. Uh, yeah, last first, same as the first. Gonna take a couple swipes at him. Okay. Although... Hmm. Yeah, no, I'm actually gonna stand my ground on this one. So I'm gonna use a bonus action to steady aim. Okay. Gets me advantage on the next attack and just try to cut as many heads off as I can. Cool. Let's do it. What is Steady Aim from? Steady Aim is from Tasha's. Oh, cool. It was the, it was the new Rogue optional feature. Awesome. Do it. Yep. Bonus action to get advantage on the next attack, but my movement goes to zero for this turn. Okay. Ah. And the, the, the dice roller teased me with that 20 and then just, no. But it's 26 to hit. Still hits. Roll some damage. With the sneak attack. That's a total 20 damage. 20 damage. The blade of House Ill Rain shatters two more skeletons as it comes carving through the steady aim of Tauroth, keeping his eyes focused. Who's up next? Up next is Treasure. Treasure. Now, I've seen that Stitch is bonking something, and it's kind of working a little better than me slashing something. Sure. So I'm going to use my Tavern Brawler feet. Okay. And turn my greatsword around so I'm hitting it. I'm holding the greatsword by the blade and hitting it with the back end. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, with, with the greaves. An entire queen. Yeah, with the greaves, you you utilize that often published and uh, somewhat counterintuitive medieval dueling picture of uh, of them grabbing the sword by the blade and uh, and bashing with the the cross guard and the and the heavy um, handle. So yeah, uh, tavern brawler uh, lets you use that as an improvised weapon. So it'll be bludgeoning. Go for it. To be fair, mace form greatsword is one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. It is I so actually fun. know how to do it. <laughs> That's very cool. 
Amazing. Meanwhile, I'm looking at my really, really curated spell set and going, I have nothing that bludgeons. Uh, 18 to hit? Yeah, on the definitely. First hit. Mm-hmm. And a 19 to hit on the second hit, so that's a crit for me. Sounds good. So, um, let's do the first one. Your bludgeoning is what, a D4? Um, for the improvised... I know Tavern Brawler got updated, so... Uh, let me see, because it, I believe it should have it on my D&D Beyond. Uh, it doesn't say. When you hit a creature with an arm strike or an improvised weapon, I guess it would be up to the DM discretion of what the improvised weapon would do. Uh, D4. I'll give it to you as, uh, as a... Um, I'll give it to you as a D6, because since it's a sword, your unarmed strike uh, does a D4. So half as, half as big as the weapon. Is essentially what I'm doing for you. So one d six plus. Strength. I rolled a three plus my strength would make it an eight. So that's the non crit one. Yep. Okay. So nice big bash comes swinging through with that one, and then it is going to be uh, full six plus your five eleven plus a roll of the d six. And that was a six. Uh, so that is. 18, uh, no, 17 up to 34 because of uh, vulnerability to bludgeoning. Just doubles all of it. Yeah. Just bashes through them. That's two, three more skeletons. Um, <laughs> treasure is just like a like a reaper with a scythe collecting wheat. Just carving through the skeletons and yet and uh, go ahead let's action search let's may as well let's do it against the endless horde a good idea i don't want to keep wasting spells on this because i can't just hit them i have to spell at them so dirty 20 for the first one okay definitely hits And for the second one, 24. 24, yeah. The first one's going to be a total of 8. Double to 16. Second one's going to be a 6. Double to 12. Okay. Plus his strength. Oh, plus the five. Yeah, sorry. So, uh, so that would be eleven to twenty-two. Got it. More. Okay. Yeah, the 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 the. the I keep wanting to call them zombies. They're not zombies. They're skeletons. Thank the you. Skele- the skeleton horde uh, is is nearing half its half its strength at this point. Fable. Next. Yeah, well, I'm ready. Fucking ready. So my last turn, uh, I blasted a five foot path through them. Mm -hmm. And they have not moved yet since then. So, uh, because they went before me and now they're going after me. Okay. Uh, I would like to run into that five foot pod. I'm going to do my favorite thing. 
I'm going to run at least 15 feet in away from my friends. Mm-hmm. And then being surrounded as I am by many, many enemies, I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Okay. Because it's my favorite toy. It is. Ah! Um, so, and I'm, I'm not going to burn the thing to make it fire damage. I'm just going to let it be thunder damage. It's fine. Maybe their bones will fall apart. I need all of them to make a con save, please. Okay. Uh, what is the area of effect on thunder? 15 foot cube originating from me. So should be able to get a chunk in yeah. all directions. A 15 foot cube yeah. is nine. Amazing. I'm fine with this. I got six last time. Let's go. Okay. Uh, what type of save is it? Constitution? On. Okay. 14 is the DC. 14 is the DC. That's one. Two. I need these three more. Bam. <laughs> you guys oh, are no. lucky I'm not actually rolling all the D20s against you. Because oh, no. I am... Uh, natural 20. Um, natural 18. Natural 17. Natural 20. And then the 12, 13, and 14, plus two. Uh, two fail, uh, seven succeed. I'll let you do that math, it's fine. That's but, fine. Uh, okay, the ones who, uh, the the couple of them who failed are pushed away from me, which is really the goal was move. Sure. But, you know, um, fuck them. Um, either way, we're gonna cast some thunder damage. It's fine, I was just casting this at, at the, the base first level. Cool. 2d8, 8 and 4, 12 damage. Damage. 12 damage. So that is going to be uh, 6 times 7, which is 42. Uh-huh. And then minus 24. The two that failed. Yeah, I mean, that, that shatters another 4 or 5 uh, skeletons. That's the thing. The, I like the visual. The overflow damage in in the whole. I figured rolls. it would kill several yeah, of them, but I, I was I I like the visual of stand just for someone who can't see maybe what's happening. Suddenly a shattering of bones, like ah, yeah, that's where she went. Okay, they go flying and scattering up into the air. Another five skeletons um, come bursting down. Uh, skeletons turn. So nope, nope. That was just my one. Um, I am going to bonus action um, do a uh, a sorcery point thing. Okay. And I'm going to really quickly um, currently I'm going to use my bonus action to convert sorcery points back into a spell slot um, just so that if I need it later because okay. I have I don't have an attack or anything I'm just letting you know that I'm doing it. Carry on. Thank you for letting a bonus me action. No. All right. So, skeletons. 23 of them left. Hey, how many of you are there? Hmm. They can't swarm you to the same extent that they could previously. They're going to continue to attack Clever Stitch uh, at full force because he has the bonking key. The key of bonking. Uh, and they're going to come swarming back in on Fable at uh, at full force because she has shattered them. Uh, so let's do those first. So that's 8, 16, and then I will have another 7 to play with. All of them are going to take 3 fire damage the minute they hit me. That's fine. Clever Stitch. 
that is going to be 20 to hit and yep. 18 to hit uh, Fable. So I believe both of those hit. Yeah, that hits. And you guys are going to take uh, 16 points of uh, bludgeoning damage each. Yeah, don't forget to damage them in return. Yes, I am. I am damaging them in return. Thank you. Yep. All right. And with the other seven, um, I'm going to say they carve, they they crowd in on on um, treasure. She's she's dangerous. They're trying to drag her down as she bashes her way through them. Uh, that's going to be a 21 to hit. Uh, treasure, you are going to take 14 points of bludgeoning damage. And that's it for the round. New round. Jack. I think... Skeletons are back up. I'm tied with Fable. Uh, yes. And I'm gonna go, because I'm the DM and it's I get, fine. I gave it to you last time. I get to yeah, do it this okay. time. Yeah, that's okay. Let's trade off. It's just me and the skellies up there. So yes. I, we're just, I'm, I'm, I'm singing Kiss with a Fist in my head, because I hit, you hit me once, I hit you back. Well, it's just that. Sure. Okay. With the skeletons. Um, so, let's do it. Same, same, same people, same attacks. Gotta keep it going. Why not? Uh, Clever Stitch, that is a modified 20 to hit you. Yeah, that's a hit. Is that your armor every class? Every time it's been a... No, it's a 19 now. A 19? But, ev but every time it's been a 20 to hit me. With Because uh, they, they have a normal plus 4, and if there's 8 of them on you, I give them a plus, plus 8. Yeah, so which like, makes sense. I mean, I'll plus, like you're getting like just gang swarmed nope. of them nope. on top of you. Uh, I mean, same, I improve. Yeah, same thing for Fable. Uh, that's going to be a 30 to hit. And then Treasure. Wait, uh, fuck, bro. Uh, treasure's 22 to hit. So, the three of you get hit. They continue to uh, to wail away on, and the, take fire. on the three of you and take fire damage. I yep. need to remind. Thank you. Don't. Uh, I am not upset about the reminding. Um, so that is going to be 14 points of bludgeoning damage to all of you. Okay. Fable, you're back up. Yeah, are we just in palindrome order? I hope we are. Um, are we? Um, close. Real oh. close. Actually, oh, almost. Who's the odd man almost. out? Almost. Well, it's that it's that technically Tauroth goes before Treasure, even though they're tied, and then Sarai oh. and I are in the wrong. Cody and I were tied. So you just say it's me, Matthew. Just not up. Say it's me. Alternatively, it's me that caused the problem. <laughs> Babel, you're up. Yeah, we're going. Um, then, <sighs> you know, she says just. You know in Ocean's 13 when they're using the machine and then nobody leaves the building and Brad Pitt goes, hit him harder. 
Uh, so she will. And at second level this time, I'm gonna need those fuckers to make another con save. Okay. It's, okay, well, you didn't back the fuck off. <sighs> Sounds good. We'll give you another another nine of these guys. Or eight, because that's the number of dice I picked up. Uh, fail, 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 fail to succeed. Sometimes the dice get it! They do. <gasps> That's a, what, 16. 16. Okay, and 16 times six. Push. Okay, yeah. A huge wave of thunder damage comes rolling through them. Five more skeletons come crashing down into into the powdery dust that they are. Who's up next? Anything else, Fable? No. Uh, no. Okay, cool. Who's up next? Uh, Talroth? Next is Talroth, yes. Talroth. Oh, boy. Uh... So I see these fables getting just swarmed by them, right? You, you, you watch as she gets swarmed. And you watch as she, she thunder waves. So a wave of just booming energy throws a bunch of them back. They come like swarming on top of her. And then again, just another massive wave of air compressed energy sends, uh, sends them flying back again. Five more. I'm good. I could do this all day. She, she's given as good as she's getting. All right. Uh, <laughs> I know I can dodge pretty well, but I don't know if I'm that good. So, yeah, I'm going to kind of uh, go pretty much go side by side with Treasure and okay. just whatever she misses, I'm just going to go ahead and cleave it. Awesome. Let's do so, it. Two attacks coming out of me there. That's 12. Oh, 12 just misses. And then a 10. You slice and stab uh, right in the center mass, right where the heart would be, right where the kidneys and lungs would be, and and yet there is there is no flesh. There is only the space between uh, the skeletal bones. I am so sorry. Eh. Yeah. All right. And now it's treasure. Treasure. She's gonna now that she's got Tower off there. She's going to wind up like a big old baseball swing mm-hmm. with this backward sword and just start going for heads. Let's I'm do dunking. it. <laughs> Tower off hits the deck. All right, roll them. That is a dirty nineteen. I have to say it because if not, it sure. could be a crit for her. Sure. And another dirty 19. Okay. So the first one is seven points of damage. Double to 14. Don't you reroll twos? I don't think so in this case because this is an improvised weapon. Yeah, we'll say no. And that is a six plus five, so 11. 
11, double to 22. Okay. Four more skeletons, I believe. And yeah. Then, then it's me. Okay. You, 12 remain. That's a 17 to hit. Yeah. Bonking, bonking them away. For uh, eight damage, double to 16. Okay. And then second attack is <laughs> a nat 20. That giggle, that evil giggle. Kill him in their face, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> what can I say? I found my calling. Um, so, let's see. Oh, I forget that it it does it this way. So the first one that it rolled was a, a five. So it's eight, nine, 14 total damage for that crit. Okay, uh, double to 28. And that's it. Okay. Glibber, Glibber's Stitch carves through three more. Nine skeletons remain to ride. Mantle of Inspiration, a 10 pit points for everybody. Um, you can move if you want to. Uh, the horde has been dramatically thinned. You guys are now looking around at each other. Uh, some of you breathing a little heavier than the than the others. You can see the bones scattering across the floor. What you got, Sarai? Hold on. I'm, um, you said there's 12 left? Uh, I think it's down to, yeah. 12 or 9? You said 9. It was nine. 12 earlier. It's, it's nine, 9 now. 9 now. I love you guys. I'm going to cast Magic Missile. Okay. Yes! Um, whatever's going to get me nine hits. A staple. So. Third? Nine, a uh, sixth level. Yeah, it would have to be six. Is it out of your wand? How many charges does the wand have? Seven charges. Okay, so you save one charge for for next time. Rainy day. Okay, so nine d four plus two. Uh, so eighteen plus nine twenty seven. So you're gonna roll the d four just once, or do you want to roll? Each I roll of them? it on D and D Beyond, and it just rolls the one time. Yeah, because technically that is how the how the spell is supposed to be. And I, uh, I don't have enough D4s. I also, um, because I am years old now, I don't have the uh, grip strength to pick up D4 dice. Valid. <laughs> <laughs> They're evil. Okay. So time they retire. On, on the app. <laughs> that's fine. I don't mind. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, 2027. 20, so, that is another two skeletons. As the arcane darts leap from the wand, they ping into the skeletons all around uh, to ride and, and the ones that are left amongst you guys. Before she casts it, she like because she keeps it in her hair, mm -hmm. so she does the wow. 
Yes. <laughs> Emote so that it, but she's still because it's um she still has Galadriel evil up. Yeah. Um, Philadriel up. So she's she. It looks like it's coming out of her fingers. Absolutely. All right. Uh, last round. My guys are on a ten. Me too. Stop it. No, you stop it. My turn. <laughs> Who's up first? Uh, I'm up first with our right. king. Fine, Stitch Let's is going to kill all of you anyway. Let's do it. More balls. Welcome. <laughs> 19 to hit. Welcome so hard. That'll, yeah, absolutely. For nine damage. For the key of bonking. That will take 18. <laughs> 15 to hit. Yeah. I'm so happy. For, oh, I don't know. That looks like it's. Does D&D Beyond think that that is? <laughs> For six damage. Okay. Another another oh, yeah, 12. Done. Yeah, that's three more. Down. We're, we're down to five. Five skeletons. Ah! Fable? I think it's... Is it, who's yeah! next? Yes, it's, yeah, it's Fable. And hey, I wasn't sure. It's like, oh, come on, these little fuckers. How many left? Five. Five. I'm assuming we're all grouped in at such a point that I can't just cast that again and catch all I, of them without hitting my can. friends. So I don't mind. It's I a can. horde. Yeah. Then, I, yes, I'm doing that again. What did he fucking tell you? Okay. Um, so I am going to just... Roll, roll your damage. I, yep. Con save me, please. I am. I need this fight to be over. <sighs> uh, success. Fail. Fail. 16? Success. Yeah, 14 is the goal. And success. Two fails, three success. 13 points. 13. So. Next. And then. 17. So two two skeletons remain. Or fucking. Get him! <laughs> Alright. Two skeletons making two. Terrible attacks against uh, Clever Stitch. Natural 19. All right. Clever Stitch. <laughs> You're going to take three points of damage. That's it. Who's that next? That feels right. Yeah. Stitch, are you okay? I'm <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see if I have better luck this time. <laughs> Fingers crossed, Talroth. Bring us home. The tw- the nat twenties tease me again, but it's a twenty-two and a twenty-six. That'll hit. Can he roll over seventeen damage? Let's find out. Here's the approach. My sneak attack alone was twenty-one damage, and it's just. Absolutely. Eight, that is show attack. Eight from the sword, 21 from the sneak attack, and the offhand, another five. No. Altogether, you got it. That's that's showtime. The final skeletons come piercing through. Tell us, tell us about it. Okay, after getting annoyed at the last one where he just let let the blades go through the ribcage, it's like, oh hell no. No, 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 no. You you ain't get to do that. So somehow. He just gets the strength out of nowhere. 
lifts the skeleton with the sword and just swings the skeleton into the others, rushes through with them. It's like, if I don't have a bludgeoning weapon, I'm going to make a bludgeoning weapon using the motherfucker to beat his motherfucking friends. There you go. And with that, the bones come scattering down across the floor. Um, We're going to take a short break. We're going to be back at 9.30. It is 9.17, 9.18 right now. So we'll be back in just a moment. But until then, stay tuned. Back, everyone. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Matthew, and I'm playing Clever Stitch, the Tabaxi Arcane Archer. And I'm playing Fable Frost, the Ace Genasi Phoenix All Sorcerer. Megan, I'm playing Soride Landir, the Eladrin Glimmer Bard. How do you <clears throat> Sorry, joking. Hi, this is Miles. I'll be playing Tauroth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Scout. And I'm Kez, and I'm going to be playing Treasure Nightcrafter, the Tiefling Fighter. All right. So, you guys have just dispatched a, um, I'm going to just say it, the horde of the undead, uh, a whole bunch of, of skeletons, 50 skeletons to be precise. And um, you guys are standing there in, in this great hall, massive as it is. Still can't quite see one of the walls, but you have acquired a few Trinkets and baubles, as well as a very righteous-looking key. You said that this was a dwarven key? Yes. Can I, now that um, the carnage is finished, can I try to do a, a ponder or something as to why the fuck dwarves made a key so big? that a fucking tabaxi can wield it like a sledgehammer? Uh, sure, yeah. Um, make a... Hmm. I guess a history check. It's like history or uh, maybe investigation. I'll take either. Either way, it's a 10. You're, yeah, you're not really sure. It is definitely dwarven made. Um... There is a lot about this place that looks big for dwarves. So my working theory is that it took all 50 of those dwarves to pick up the key, insert it, and then maneuver it. Uh, I to, mean, they're not... They're, they're not, not pygmies. They're, they're, it's a very different thing. But also, you may not be wrong. I mean, yeah, they're not... Can I, um, now that I'm done swinging this key and murdering people with it, can I done look for now. at it? Stay done for now. And done for now. Can I look at it? Sure. Um, does it have, like, writing on it? Not that I can read Dwarvish, but still. There does seem to be, um, as you, as you give it an inspection, there does seem to be, uh, some Dwarven, maybe runes or script, uh, sort of, sort of written down the um, haft, shaft, whatever that that portion of the key would would be. Uh, nothing on like the teeth blade portion, right? And then um, there is on 
the cube at the end of it, um, there does seem to be some pictography, right, of um, of some different things. You you sort of you sort of clean it off for a moment, and you can see on on it as you look around the the head of it, right, the part that like you could put it on the ground and and the it would stick straight up. Uh-huh. So, um, if we call the piece with the the shaft in it like the one, as we talk through a cube, so the six side, right, um, shows a sort of dwarven pictogram of like a like a kind of looks like a fortress door, but it also kind of looks like a like a throne, like it might be like the high back of a of a throne chair. Huh? Right? So it's got, like, the two points sticking up. It's got the arch. You know what I mean? It's a little worn. That's the thing, is that, I mean, sure, sure, sure. it's super old, and it apparently was used for bashing at at to varying degrees, you know? At least whenever you're a savage, like, Clever Stitches. At so. least, right. I mean, not, not all the time. and Ratchet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so there. So that is on. Um, that is on one side, right? And as you. So as you look at like the. Let's say the two. Just talk through them, right? There does seem to be a. There's a helmet piece on it. Um, large bearded, very kind of dwarven. But there's something about it that also seems um, giant. Um, in. In similarity, right? In depiction. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Um, on the side next to that is a, is a set of crossed uh, axes, right? Gotcha. On the side uh, to the other side of that, there is a um, a great shield, uh, and it, you can see the echoes of like a shield set behind it, right? Mm-hmm. And then on um, on the bottom of it, there's like a um, iron fist or like a fist um, gauntlet, sort of punching down towards towards the rest of the key. Interesting. Um, uh, do any of you you all speak Dwarvish by any chance? I can. I mean, it's probably not important. The um, I was hitting things with a large key. Um, yes, you were. And um, it has dwarvish on it. I think probably dwarvish. Um, but it also has these pictures on on it, and he will obviously show the pictures to everybody. Um, Would it be so, possible um, to do this investigation while we have a short rest? Just by the way, for some of us who are, you know, have a third of our hit points left, which is a few of us. Can I um, um, cast Comprehend Languages and touch the key? Okay. 
So the the writing on the script is um, a little more arcane in nature. It's it's a um, it's an enchantment um, that. Sorry, I need to find a name real quick. While he's looking for a name, are we doing song of rest? Or are we rolling hit dice and stuff so we can fill? If I'm deep? if I'm um, investigating this, I'm not song of resting. I thought the song of rest was only like a minute thing, and this was a separate thing. Like I didn't think it would take up the whole hour. I'll I'll give it to you. You can do it. It's it's fine. If it if it does, it's fine. That's fine. I just didn't want the chance of wasting it if it wasn't something that was going to take that long. But I also, it's not. I'm not trying to rule other people's action economy. I apologize. Just four hit points. Thank you. A fucker my hit dice as a sorcerer. D8. Thank you, D8. Um, so, it, um, you're making out the, the words that are, that are on it. It begins... Um, tea trees hold. Day trees. Um, there are many more consonants in there than there need to be. Uh, trees hold in the valley of shadows. Lies both east and west, north and south. Sits the rest of the Black King. Here both large and small, come together to serve his majesty once and for all. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for goodness. Hmm. Um... Cool. Terrifying. Are these people friends with the Malifaux Fate Masters? Like, you know, the people who just... This reminiscent of Wednesday nights, I'm just and saying. And then you die. Um, yep. <laughs> can I do a history check to see if the Black King sounds familiar or any of that? Yeah, you can Same. make a... I'll, I'll let you make a history check because of stories. I will let Clever Stitch make a history check because he's lived on this continent. Um, Treasure's probably out of well. She, yeah, you guys can you guys can make some same reasons. I'll I'll do some history checks. Um, no, you're good. Go ahead. I see the four. Uh, seventeen for me. Seventeen. Okay. Not one for six. Okay. 16 for me. Okay. 15. Okay. Um, We're kings. Aren't kings over? Very over. Oh my god. Rhyme friend, we don't do kings? That's so cute. Oh my god. Guys, they still have kings here. Isn't that so retro? Um, The Black King 
is um, you guys don't know a ton of a ton of uh, details about him. Um, it's it is a um, from what you understand, like a fable or a legend. Legend. Let's go with story of a um, ancient dwarven king that uh, ha- was, in some instances, exiled. In some instances, led his people on a on a great pilgrimage west. Um. So the it, it, it's very kind of convoluted, right? It's uh, you know it. Did he did he get kicked out? Did he just gather up people that he believed in and travel west with them? You know, um, it from where you're getting, you're not sure about time frame or or the legitimacy of of it, right? But um, that's kind of it. Uh, I mean. Okay. Yeah. Bless you. Okay. You guys take the hour. You have your your short rest, and you proceed deeper into the room. As you guys uh, look around this room, this room is is very very big. So, just for reference, it is. 170 by 150. Like, it's a big-ass room. Um, there are no doors directly west, because uh, west is where you want to go. Uh, there are great doors that lead to the north and to the south. Um, each of them seems to lead down a large hallway. These hallways, uh, the doors are broken in. Um, very similar to the the fashion that the front door was, right? Um, you can't see down the entire length of the hallway. It's more than 60 feet. But um, a cursory glance tells you both that this was part of the large battle. They're not immediately trapped. So if you walk, if you walk at least 20 feet into either hallway, you're you're not really gonna gonna get hit with something. Um, can I have one of you make an investigation check? Or no, your passive perceptions. Hold on. This'll this will tell you. Um Yes. So as you guys are looking at the the northern and the um southern um, passages, right? There is the northern passage has a similar um, emblem, iconography, as what's on the key, the helmet with the large with the large beard, uh, seems to be presented in the north, and the um, fist, the iron fist. Seems to be presented in the south. Did those line 
are we able to orient the key in such a way that those line up and correspond to I'm going to say yes, like even if I did not positions. initially describe it as such. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, just a thought, because yeah, Talroth probably would have been just scribing down just the path they're taking, just not making like a full map, but just like a rudimentary one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, so far you've to... got one big room. Right. But seeing that just now with the key Mm -hmm. is there some kind of check i can make to see if the key is a map itself uh yeah um i'll give me an intelligence base you can add your cartography proficiency to it um yeah go with that all right so let me see here oh yeah i'm gonna have to roll this one manually okay Caitlin found something to distract her. I, my feet were cold and my blanket's on my bed and it was very far away, but I have this blanket, this scented unicorn blankie buddy named Zoe the Unicorn that's been sitting unopened on my desk and I just reorganized and so it was over here and I was like, "Mm, I wonder if it's big enough to cover my feet. Not really. I'm going to try it away, but look how fucking cute it is. It a unicorn and it smells like magic. It, it smells like Tinkerbell should have this toy <laughs> and I just and I just fucking can't I... look how goddamn cute Taroth, uh... I'm sorry for interrupting you that was that was my fault <laughs> all, it's I'm all sorry good. I was I was not talking about I it know. I was actively I not talking about it and you asked it was, that's what I said it's my fault Taroth, what did you uh, what did you get <laughs> that the uh, 13 total 13 total um the keys orientation probably has some significance there doesn't seem to be enough information on the key for it to be a map itself um maybe like a compass rose or or something like that but there, you just don't there's not enough of it really gotcha <clears throat> so are we thinking head or fist directions oh oh for directions um thank you um probably head fist sounds to me feels like a fight all right then i mean i think it's a fight no matter what no matter what we do but Probably. I'm just kind of wondering uh, which, of the, which of these hallways looks the most uh, beat to hell. That's a good question. Well, and either. Well, and, and what that means, because if it's beat up, maybe the undead in that area have already woken up and it's an easier path for us. Or maybe it means that way is dangerous. So it's really a matter of perspective. So... I'll say that the north one, the face um, icon, looks a little more damaged, but they both, n- neither of them look particularly well kept. Let's let's put it that way, right? 
Um, gotcha. So it, it's not a, it, it's not like one is untouched and the other one is destroyed. They are. It is near equal, but it looks like the the north one had a rougher time. All right. <clears throat> Fuck it. To the north. Okay. All right. You guys lead your way um, down this great, um, great hall. And in the hall, there is somebody, uh, all of you roll me a percentile, please. Real dice. I'm sure it's on the roller, but I don't know where it is, so real dice. I got a 35. I got a rock. I got a 22. Yep. Meg? Sorry, I just... Uh, 17. 17. That's an 83 for me. Treasure? 85. As you guys are walking down this hallway, you can see that there was at some point, um, you think maybe like like murals or stone reliefs um, that probably carried both a bit of a ton of artistic value, but also maybe some information or, or perspective on this place. But so much of these walls have been just destroyed um you, you there's not enough here for you to really make out heads or tails you can see the the burns of magic the breaks in stone as as like stone shaping magic was was used and um there's some portions where like columns of earth have been jutted up out of the ground you can see pinned to the ceiling uh the the bones and corpses that uh, that have been kind of crushed there um, this is thinner in the um, bone department, and you guys are very careful uh, looking through. Nothing, nothing's jumping out or or being immediately aggressive. You do see along these walls some um, scarring, some scratching. Um, that is large animal, um, not animal. Large creature, I should say. Maybe maybe huge creature. Uh, might be a, a bit more evocative. Kind of strong enough claws to dig into stone. Um, the ceiling is just at the edge of your dark vision, so about 60 feet up, right? Um, and as you guys make your way down this hallway, you can tell that there is... The door is about 100 feet. Um... The hallway is 100 feet across uh, from door to door. And you can see the door come into view. It has been um, shattered, uh, but it looks like there's a pile of, like, rubble that has been stacked up. It does not go the entire 60 feet up. Um, it goes maybe 20 feet. And you, it's, it, again, it's a pile of rubble. You could climb it for sure. But it does not provide you with a immediate view as to what's on the, the other side in this room. Alroth, do you want to 
climb up and see what's up the top. May as well take a quick little look-see. Okay. Tyrell, Go ahead. You got half of it anyway, because good pantomime. <sighs> Everything was going so <laughs> fingers. Fingers on the Ooh. claw marks. Ooh, a good question. Like are we dealing with human claws or like <laughs> that was my velocity. I realize we're not in the section of the hall. You know. I am looking it up. Um, three? Some of them look like this. Three. And some of them are two with a third. Cool, I hate it. Neat. All right, so just to make the climb a little easier, I'm going to hand treasure the double-bladed. Okay. Just make sure my other two swords are strapped on, hood up just in case, and make my way up. Okay. As you're climbing up, um, the stones do shift a little bit. Um, at one point, you, you think you're going to have to, like, jump and grab a hold of something, but it... it Chips and settles just just in time. It's not completely stable, but not immediately danger. You sort of very carefully come summoning up over over the hill, right? Um, as you look into this room up ahead, from what your dark vision can tell, um, looks like there were um, some some falling rocks. Uh, looks like this. Your immediate instinct tells you this room was like a a trapped room, like a like a barrier room, to just set up to kind of slow down um, progress. And do I see anything moving in there, or rats? Maybe nothing big. And I'm guessing since I'd be closer to the ceiling, do I see any more of the claw marks that we saw on the other walls? Yes. The the claw marks do seem to um, curve up and and go to the ceiling. Looking at the claw marks, does it look like it came from behind us over this barrier or the other way? Um, make a survival check. Twenty-seven. Looks like both. Um, not at the same time, but it looks like something has walked this hallway or crawled along the wall and or ceiling of this hallway many times. All right. Uh, I'll just carefully make my way back down. 
Well, uh, got some good news and uh, got some potential bad news. Well, potential bad news is better than usually got some good news and some definitely shit news and the good news isn't really that good, so let's hear it. Well, uh, on the good news, uh, ain't nothing over there right now, except maybe a few rats. Uh, so at least we got some lunch later, maybe, if we need it. Oh, don't you give me that look. It's like, I- food. We just bought... It's worth... Yeah, I'll give you whatever look I want. And what's right? We just bought enough rations. Let's let's wait until we are rat ready. That's a different kind of desperation. I feel like until we've run out of rations. Get the fuck out! You walk out of your own house right now. Go sit on your lawn and think about what you've done. Is it like right there? Just like amazing. They're right there. It's in the goddamn word. Ratchins is literally in the word. Listen, I called our tiny dragon the reptile because we are the rep. So I yeah, can yeah, only apologize so much. I'd like to. I'd like to what? We stitch for. We stitch for. That's fair. Well, um, the uh, potential bad news is all them big old claw marks that we've been seeing, uh, yeah, they kind of go both ways. So, can't tell how old they are, can't tell if the last time whatever passed through is still over there or if it left, but, uh, whatever made them kind of knows its way around. I would like to do a thing, Mm -hmm. please. I would like... To pick up small piece of rubble, mm-hmm. it over the over the mound. Okay, just yeah. chuck it into the other room and see what happens once it hits the ground. Like, not I mean, I'm not up there to see sure. it, but like, listen for giant skittering sure. or doing anything. Great, roll me a percentile. Okay, you got it. A 98. I rolled a 96. Oh, shit! (laughs) Wow! Shit! Okay. Um. Hmm. So. You take your, your rock, right? And you, uh. You chuck it, and I actually need to look something up. No. While while you do that, Fable starts listing off all the other potential things they could eat before they are reduced to rat hunting. We have the rations that we can do. We could just, we'll be able to find a storeroom perhaps. There's dwarven leather that I'm sure was made out of something at one point eatable. Edible. Edible. Uh, You know what? We might actually find a real monster and kill it like a dragonling or something and just eat that. And Sarai is so disgusted by the conversation that she had to walk the fuck away because he's talking about eating rats. (sighs) Okay, now here's the thing. Now, I might be with you on the storeroom because 
if the dwarves they plan all this stuff ahead of time to be in the mountain, then they might have something still good in there. But if we're I know. Talking, but if we're talking dwarven leather, I mean, have you smelled a dwarf after a long day? Have you tasted or, a rat after a long sewage run? Yes, I have actually. Yeah, you salt. can wash the smell out of the leather. You can't wash that taste out of a rat. Yes, Stitch. Have, have you ever smelled a tanner and a tannery yes. and a leather working shop? It's yes. disgusting. Yes, it, you know why it's disgusting, actually? It's disgusting because they tan it with brain. It's actually got a lot more protein in it once it's been treated. It might not smell good, but you're it's also, better for you than the fucking rats. You're also not supposed to eat brains. It's like yeah, the first thing that you tell that they tell you for most things that you eat. Yeah, but most, also, that's all, just but pure botanical nonsense because you know what? They're very good for you. But if you're also washing that leather off to try to get the smell out, you're also washing that brain off, so you're losing the protein too. Not actually true because your leather gets wet and it stays tanned. Mm. So I can actually fight on leather tanning because I've done it, and I've done brain tanning hides. In a Native American history village I used to work at, and I know way too much about it, and I never get to share. Tauroth doesn't have the intelligence to argue that. Clever stitch. Amazing. Did we fill enough? Are we good? You did. You're good. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You take a big rock. You yeet said rock. Yes, I do. You hear it. Uh, hit something on the on the other side of the rubble, um, and then so it bounces basically off of something and onto the floor. Um, no skittering, no follow up noises, nothing, nothing that is immediately threatening. Um. Make me a... Just make me an intelligence check to see if you can identify the noise. Okay. Well, I'm I'm glad that it made a noise. Yeah. And that the floor is not... um, That's a natural one. So a three. Yeah. You were very focused on skittering. There was... Yeah. Yeah. Well... I didn't hear any skittering, so I don't think that they're in that room. I'm just going to say it. I think that that room's perfectly safe. Sounds fine to me. That Past sounds that great. Room. Past that room, maybe, maybe scary. But I think that they went there, that they came back, that they are in the other room, probably. Right. Let's fucking go. As you guys climb up and over this hill and to get down safely, it's like all of you to make me athletics checks. I'm so sorry, y'all. It's okay. Can I um, beg for advantage because I have a climb speed? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Beg for acrobatics because it's like climbing up circus things and doing it like it's, I don't know. Okay. A natural 20 for a 24. A six. Six. <laughs> Twins. Natural 20 for a 23. Fuck you guys! 24 altogether. Catch me! It's, uh, there's no middle of the road here. It's either all the highs or all the lows. 
uh, Fable and Saride, would you guys roll me percentiles, please? No! Because of my own paranoia, could I just try to, like, put the hood up and try to, like, stealth or something? Or stealth just make myself wall. quieter? They won't see you. <sighs> uh, sure. Go ahead. Okay. 56. Okay. Uh, oh my so- god, not a 14. I rolled a D8 and a D4 and, and the other one. Hold on. I rolled the wrong die. Where the fuck are you? A 54, not a 14. A 54. Ah! Okay. Much better. As you guys come um, up and over the, the rock face, um, Saride and Treasure. Uh, some of the rocks beneath your feet shift a little bit and you, and you kind of begin to skitter down. Not skitter. Slide. Rock slide, essentially. Uh, down. You're both going to take four points of abrasion damage. Um, you meant and Fable. Got it. Yes, Saride and Fable. Sorry. I said Treasure? Yeah, it's okay. My bad. How long did those temp hit points last from the battle? Oh, they're gone. Good. Ah. Ah. Right ah. Now. That one's painful. Oh, fuck. Some of the, some of the rocks come uh, sliding down a little bit down around you guys. Um, the rest of you summit the, the small hill um, e- relatively easily. You come down, slip a little bit, but you, but you make your way down. Um So, um, Fable and Suride are, I'm going to say, prone, sitting on the ground. Um, as you guys are, are getting up, you're dusting yourselves off, absolutely. Uh, I'd like you all to make perception checks. Or, what, what would you like to do? Let's start with that. Okay, yeah, let's go ahead. Perception check. I mean, that feels wise, honestly. Fourteen. Four. Twenty-four. Yeah, I would have started, like, trying to, at least down the path, just get behind some rubble to kind of obscure myself. Okay. So it's a 26 on perception. Okay. Seven. I think I'm more paying attention to helping Fable and Sarai get on their feet. Okay. Um, there is no dramatic motion. There's nothing that seems to be, seems to be moving. Um, Saride, uh, Talroth, you look down, down the hallway. I will go ahead and let you know this room is, hmm, how big is it? Um, it's pretty, it's a pretty big room. About 100 by 100, right? There are some columns. You can see where, like, rock falls and some pit traps were were set up. Uh, you got maybe 10 feet in front of you before you have to start, like, circling around to, to get around the where these traps have already been sprung, right? Um, but nothing seems to be immediately threatening you guys. Uh, so, Ride, 
you at the bottom of, of the hill as you're uh, sitting on on your your butt. You look to your left and you see um, you see the rock that clever stitch had uh, had hath been Jotun. Um, yep, and you you look at it and you look past it to the hill that you guys have just gone over. And beneath the rubble in what is sort of like clearly a um, a protected kind of chamber as though this this rubble was used to protect or obscure or hide something. Uh, you see a little bit of what the rock bounced off of. It is the end of a very large egg. How large? Um, about the size of a halfling. living on it uh i'm sorry can you uh, see? he was asking if it had anything on it uh no there's there's nothing on it um that you can see it looks slightly metallic um not metallic it looks slightly Serpentine. So either a dragon or a basilisk thing. <sighs> yeah, a little bigger than a halfling, I would say the the egg. And you're all of us roll nature checks of some kind. Yeah, you can roll nature checks. Please, I'd like to find out if we can know what it is. A twenty-one nature. It's my idea. I'm just bad at it. Eleven for me. Treasure. I'm sorry, it didn't come quite in. What was I rolling? Nature. Nature. Total of six. Six. Okay. Uh, they do look like draconic eggs. Um, Now's my chance. It can bond with me. I'll take this one too. That, you said that it's like silver-ish? Um, I initially said metallic and I, I should not have it. It, it is, ah. uh, they're, they're serpentine. <laughs> I will say that the the egg has like a sheen to it, right? It shouldn't really um, be an indication of, of the type of, of dragon. Um, who rolled the highest? I heard a 21. Yep, okay. that was me. Thank you. So Clever Stitch, a uh, couple of couple of things I can tell you about, about this. Um, 
they are you know mountainous dragons uh that that are usually red silver um you're not sure really what else maybe i think that's it actually i think because most other dragons have yeah or white white if it's very maybe. cold and it is a coldish yeah. region could be white um these eggs look um they look like they've been damaged it doesn't look like there are any there's anything alive inside of them they look actually pretty not old but it looks like something has stowed them here in almost a snack-like fashion this is not this is not the way um a, a any dragon that you know of would keep their eggs yeah this was not a nest this was a predator who took oh. advantage of either an abandoned nest or stole the eggs yeah you um this seems like something stole stole these gotcha. eggs um maybe it's saving what's left as like a snack or it just likes keeping the shells or this is its trash can you're not a hundred percent sure but this this is not how dragons would keep the their eggs yeah. and um I'm going to say it, it's been long enough for whatever rotten egg uh, smell to have stopped being rotten. Um, and that they've eaten, looks like most of what's inside. Um, whatever's left is more like um, draconic crystal, protein crystal, right? Draconic protein fruit leather. Other things you can eat. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Other things you can eat before the rats. Yeah. Um, some, something, something like that. But um, gotcha. yeah. I will see if if we're discussing this in character as well. There's a chance that um, if we hunt down and find whatever is eaten, this we might be able to endear ourselves to the dragons, because they're admittedly going to be a very big problem eventually. And if this is a problem we already know they have, if we happen to come across it, it, it might, let's save a trophy of whatever it is. If we do. Putting that out there. I, I am now more concerned about these abandoned poles and what's been crawling along the walls and the ceiling. Um, <laughs> if it's strong enough to not, well, maybe it just snuck the eggs away. Well, I mean, even dragons have to sleep. That's the thing. Even dragons have to sleep. And depending on the, um, this is Caitlin knowing dragon lore, not Fable knowing dragon lore. So I got to back up for a minute because I read too many books as a kid. Depending on how they, um, some animals get tired after they breed or after they mate or after they lay eggs, they might just sleep for an extra long time. They might, um, it might be an, an opportunity. They might have had to leave to find something. And if, I don't know if they single parent the eggs or if they have a partner or broodmate. And they might just have an up. They might be opportunity hunters. If they're bigger and stronger than dragons, that's a very different conversation. Absolutely. But, or and that's what potentially, I'm a little worried about. Potentially, but... the dragons abandon the nest 
for a different reason, and this, per- this creature just was able to find them. But either way, if we come across something that looks like it might be able to eat these kinds of eggs, um, maybe we study the teeth marks if there's any kind of, and see if there's no big thing and big hole that it's small enough to suck it from the inside. We got to find out what that is and maybe keep an eye out for it. Unless Can you we know, investigate the shell? Yeah, there's there's a decent sized hole. It looks like it was it was cracked. It looks like it was handled by the same creature that left those claw marks. Um, I, the the claw marks sort of match up. Um, yes, treasure. Um, being that I'm from Jalen, I know Draconic. I may not know of dragons specifically, but is there the possibility that I know of something that may eat dragon eggs? or may have heard of that kind of thing, even if it's not necessarily native to Lickdrock, mm-hmm. but something that just I may have heard at some point. I will take a uh, nature check or history check if you guys want to. I'll give it to you across the board. Um, I will say it's going to be harder with history than with uh, nature. <laughs> Ten. Oh, damn, this dice roller loves me. 19 for nature. It hates me. Nine for for nature. That's an eight for me for nature. Okay. Um, Clever Stitch. Dragon Hunter coming in clutch. Clearly, um, what the fuck? Yeah. It's the no, key. the clutch is here he and the got, clutch is broken. He got held, uh, he got a hold of this key. He realized his true nature is Keyblade Master, and now everything is unlocked. That's it. When you return to the key game pun. board, you are going to have... Yes, that will it be you. It was a key pun. Unlocked. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I thought you called yourself the keeper, like the keeper, but with a key. Oh, that's a good one, too, but I missed that one. God damn it. Okay. Oh, my lord. Okay. You love us. <laughs> I do. I absolutely do. So I, I, I love Professor Treasure and now uh, Dragon Hunter Clever Stitch. Dragon Dragon Master Clever Stitch. Um, so, uh, yes, there is a, a huge sort of, it's a monstrosity, it's sort of serpentine, um, has multiple legs, which would line up with those claw types that you have seen um, roughly resembles like a centipede and a crocodile put together. Um, usually has some electric uh, power to it. Called a Bahir. B-E-H-I-R. A Bahir. They were they're cavernous predators raised uh, initially by giants to help hunt dragons. Um... And so they they don't actively seek out dragon uh, prey, but they they will try to drive dragons off, or you like they do not like dragons. They speak draconic, uh, but they don't like dragons. They like swallowing things whole. Um, How high are the ceilings here? Sixty feet. Y'all, I think that this was a. Um more of a, a giant um, place than a dwarven place. Um, Did the dwarves just actually, move no, in fucking it. Fuck it. Um, y'all, welcome back, Sarai. She's back from her nap. Yay! Um, 
<laughs> that was adorable. Oh my god, Disney princess forever. Really? Um, I... what, what happened? We found out that uh, the eggs have been, the things within them have been basically eaten whole by a thing called a Bahir, we assume, which is a giant trained dragon eater. Yeah, they, they, you trained them to hunt dragons, um, and I, um, Clever Stitch will relay the information about the Bahirs, and then look around a little bit, and then pause, look around a little bit more, and then go, um... I think that the dwarves were attacking this place, not the other way around. And I it's think that this a is a giant encampment. I I will I will let you know, Clever Stitch, uh-huh. from from the position of the bodies in the first lineup, two things. One, the architecture here is, is extremely dwarven. Okay. Okay. And two, the lineup of the dwarven corpses. Were they defending? They were defending. Then I think that this place has been attacked by giants on the way around. And therefore invaded by that pet thing. The Bahir. I, I so think that there's at second, least one echoing, echoing my older oh, sentiment. I got oh. one more thing for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that there were burn marks from in the first chamber. And more other claws. Looks different. More draconic claws. But I will also let you know the corpses of the giants. The giant skeletons look to be on both sides of those barricades. Things are more complicated out here. It's not just one side fits all. Now, now that you're kind of piecing these things together, you, sus- you, you are seeing, because the key has both a, a dwarven and dwarven giant, and giant yeah. resemblance, right? Well, I'm going to I'm going to revisit my earlier suggestion that if we find this Bahir thing, um, we save a piece of it to endear ourselves to the dragons. Hey, we killed the thing that was killing all of you and ate your eggs. Praise us. We're on your side, at least for a moment. It couldn't hurt. No, I I think that I mean, hell, if we fight a Bahir, even if we're not trying to keep a piece to show dragons that were friendly, you keep a piece of a Bahir as a trophy because you survived. Because you fought and a fucking Bahir! Yeah. I just, the, distri- the des- description of us didn't really seem like a kind of thing like you make things out of dragon armor. You don't, no, we'd never do that, she said, as though in case dragons can hear. But the Bahir sounds gross and like not to think any of us would want to wear on our heads and bodies. So I just wasn't sure, I just wanted to make sure. Do we want to keep going, I suppose? I mean, yeah. And this is weird. No, never mind. I'm not going to do it. Never mind. I wanted to break. I wanted to break a piece of the dragon shell and fucking take it with me. Um, but never mind. Alroth, you're kind of making some markings of where we've gone, right? Map ways on the way, so we don't get lost in this place. Uh, yeah, just trying to do a quick little sketch of a map out. I ain't doing a full one yet, but... No, no time for that. That's just a quick even... Trying to trying to make sure that we're not going to get lost in this thing, have to run from a dragon, and not be able to find our way back out again. <laughs> you, always, you always leave breadcrumbs, but we don't want to do that, so map! So, 
I posted an image of the 5e version of the Bahir uh, into, into the Discord there. That's a cooler image of one. No! Yeah, when you mentioned Bahir, Mars knew what it was. Mm-hmm. I've not even heard of it before. I need a bigger blanket. I'm we've entered that part of Caitlin Discom. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't like it. <laughs> In the immortal oh, okay. words of Chris Evans, I don't like it. So the second one is less gross than the first one is. It seems less slimy, but it seems more insectoid. It also has, the body is not as long. And I think that that's really, and it's like the legs actually touch the ground in the first one. And that's the uncomfortable part. Mm-hmm. The legs on the second one are just gratuitous and useless. <laughs> they they come in a wide, wide variety. Um, so now is it safe now i had one more no no i'm going to block that channel i'm gonna delete the whole chit chat i'm gonna no okay i will burn this discord to the ground you understand me i will disconnect our internet we will end the stream right now i will come downstairs and push buttons don't do it caitlin don't trust me don't live in this hell (laughs) (laughs) i hate this (laughs) <laughs> Crawling all over me and hit it. Um, I'm not I'm not doing it. You guys are okay. Uh, so here's what I would like to do. We have a few minutes uh, before eleven. We don't have enough time to get like deep into another another portion of the adventure. Um, I would like all of you to make me survival checks, please. And uh, because what you've noticed is that a lot of this place has been damaged and a lot of the traps have been set off. There aren't a lot of doors even that that still remain, right? But you're getting the feeling that just from the size of the rooms and the hallways in between, this place is gargantuan, potentially, right? Um, so I would like everybody to tell me your results of the survival check, please. Another natural 20 for a 19. What the okay. f- Stitch will survive in here on his own. Uh, a 17. Okay. My highest roll of the night. Nice. 12. Okay. 17. Okay. 14. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, I would like all of you to roll me a percentile as well. A 100. Okay. An 80. 57. 30. 36. Okay. As you guys are searching through through this hallway, you're noticing through these rooms, um, you're noticing a few things. One, the key sort of serves as like a compass rose. Right, so um, shield side is to the east, axe side is to the west, um, What helmet side to the north, this side to the south. Right. Um, 
there are some other like reference keys that are on the walls. Many of them have been destroyed. You do come across some of them. You suspect there is sort of a central chamber that you might be able to navigate to that has um, that citadel throne thing. Um, it's in here somewhere. I will. I can let you know that much. So, what I would like for you guys to do, um, everybody succeeded, succeeded at least partially. So, uh, I would like for you all, you can discuss this in character, or you can just message me privately and personally. Um, you know you to get through this place, you need to go back side, west, right? Ultimately, that's your, that's your final goal. But it's up to you guys how much you detour to try to find this central chamber. Um, each of you, <clears throat> since you had, since uh, Clever Stitch, you get two because you had the natural 20, so you get the bonus success there. Everybody else gets uh, essentially your pick and directions for the group as, as you go. It doesn't mean that they're mutually exclusive either. You know, at least to some extent, the um, the throne is westward. Throne, chamber, whatever it may be. I am I am inclined to to want to find the central chamber along the way. Same. We have to go west anyway. Eventually, I think we should find our way central. One, because uh, that is often where they, the most important stuff is. And in general, out here, if there's going to be a dragon horde, an enemy hiding, a secret thing that may help us later, a stash of 10 billion health potions so we never die again, uh, like whatever it's going to be, tools that can, uh, a, sec a surprise tool that can help us later, like any of those things I feel like are going to be in there. This isn't like, for those of you who remember the fucking... I've blocked it out so much I've forgotten the name of it. Not the Delve, the home game one. Hellscape there. You know what I'm talking about. Oh. We were, we were like trying to hit every single room at one point. I don't think we need to try and go out of our way to just d scour every single room of the dungeon map. Doom but Vault. Find Doom Vault, fucking, I blocked it out so much I forgot the name. The goddamn Doom Vault. Um. I don't think we need to do what we did there, which was find all the rooms, find out what's in them. Like, we don't necessarily need to do that because that'll be three months of real game time. Um, but I do think finding the big, a big central chamber and things along the way to that while heading re relatively westward may be a good idea. Okay. So I've got three marks down for Throne, Saride. I'm going to do whatever the group wants to do. Telroth. I mean, this whole this whole mountain's kind of creeping me out a little bit, especially if something big enough to kind of crawl up the walls and all. I mean, as tempting as it is to kind of explore and find some good stuff in here, I am more inclined to just get out fast. Okay. Treasure. My issue is 
leaving the folks in the front alone for too long. Think about so how I, quickly. What I will say is this, um, because I I want you to care about about them. I also don't want them to hold you down, right? Um, this is going to be the same day next week. Uh, you guys are a, but it, it you guys can switch out party members if if we need to. Okay, the resources you all have spent are going to remain spent. Um, my my theory is, as long as you are clearing rooms as you go, the the um, caravan is like a room behind you, right? So that they're they're close enough by for you guys to kind of switch out, but they're too far away to be immediately helpful in combat, far enough away for them not to be immediately in danger. That's very combat. helpful, thank you. Yes, because where Treasure's thoughts were is that they were still waiting outside of this entire cave, and thus that, you know, another dragon raiding, you no know, dragonborn raiding party could come up and attack them without us there. And right. if we take too long, that would be a problem. If they are di- directly behind us, and that's not a huge issue, like they're still in an area where we know they're safe, um, she'd actually be okay with trying to find the central chamber. Okay. If for nothing else to learn some interesting stuff. I'll say that they are, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're a room behind. They are, let's call it 75 to 90% safe. Okay. Um, if, if More some- does. If so, yeah, more than you. And if something happens, you guys would be probably close enough to come and help. Okay, I'm not. I'm not for the verisimilitude of the world. I don't want to give you just a blank check of they're perfectly fine. Be run, go do. But um, they are. You guys are being smart about it. Is what I am trying to to convey. Right. You're not. You're not going to go like the twelve. 20, 30 miles through this chamber and then be like, it's all clear. Come on. You know, like that that's its own. That's its well, own and, and for tactical reasons, they're close enough that we can trade party members yeah. during long rests. We can, they're not hours away from us. Yeah. They can, we can swap out when need be so we don't get stuck with, only this group can do the dungeon. Right. Like So that exactly. makes sense that the caravan would be close enough. Yeah. Megan wants to say this. This may have gotten covered during my oh-so-brief sojourn from the internet. But a dragon horde means a dragon. I just want to remind us that this means our first dragon fight. Yes. Are my nipples hard? Yes, absolutely. Is it from fear or excitement? Yes, absolutely. And I just want to make sure that we are keeping that in the back of our cute little reptilian brains about how we get to fight a dragon. Just, just so that you know as well, because it was covered while you were gone, we don't think that this was, these eggs were from Dragon Nest in this room. Maybe that means Dragon Nest in other room. However, it looks like the dragon eggs were stolen by Bahir and placed here maybe as trash can or keeping shiny things from... Well, because um, the phrase dragon horde was used... So there might be that there might right, be right. yeah and this is this is a i just want to say it i've said it i'm absolutely, a, absolutely. So it is it is a good thing to for us to keep in mind at a certain point i think we have to accept the fact that out here specifically we're gonna have to fight them like, and so i'd rather fight them 
here in a place where we have first for the first time here in a place where a we will have mapped the area learned it and can possibly escape b we have um we have like rather than hinterlands dragon that's out in the open you know and you get fucked up you want to fight them in an enclosed area where they have home field advantage I want to fight them in a closed area where we at least know it as well as they do, instead of they can fly up and well, dive. We do- Sorry, yes, absolutely. I'm just saying we were here for like a day. They've lived here their whole life. But yes, absolutely. absolutely. Here that stolen ate their eggs, so clearly they're not impenetrable here. Like clearly they're not all powerful, even in their own space. Their children were stolen and devoured in the night. Like they, they also, clearly. Have I think this is going to make you feel better. Think of the Bahir as Joanna from Rescuers Down Under. I will not, because then I won't be able to kill it. But that's what it is. No, not Joanna's eggs. <laughs> it's got too many legs. That's the thing. If it was just the lizard that ate it, I'd be like, great, amazing, we're on board. I'll adopt it with my other egg. But no! Fucking this bullshit! Maybe ah! it can be like the Agatha Harkness babysitter for your egg. Get the fuck out. Was the bird here all along? Bum, ba-dum, bum, 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 right? <laughs> so. Magical. I, uh, Saride, I need you uh, to message me which direction because the group is currently uh, split. Fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? No. You jackasses. <laughs> I specifically no, we're not. don't have an opinion it's... anymore Maybe. so as not to get into a fight and not to do this. We're One not of y'all bitches can't nut up and just decide. But we're not so... split anymore. We're not? No, because me and Matthew and Kez all said let's go toward the center well, of the is the only the one who said the other thing. Right, but though, so some and, of the Matthew of counts those... for two. Right. Some of those count on both because you have to go west a certain number of, of chambers. On my birthday? Really? On this, the day of my daughter's yeah, wedding? On, my <laughs> on this, my very, very unbirthday, right before, this, my, you don't get to, my there you go. Gotta be careful how many times you use that or, you know. The day of my cat's quinceanera? <laughs> I wish it was. God, I wish it was 15. <laughs> um I will we we I will also open it up to the rest of the to the rest of the party, right? I think um the other players uh getting a vote as well is is worthwhile. But we can we can message about that afterwards. I think uh, them deciding <laughs> even though they weren't here tonight is mild of mild import. I mean, it, it, yeah. it impacts the whole group, so. <laughs> no lobbying from the rest of us, okay? We can make our cases and then walk away. I love I you I don't guys. want that group chat turning into, turning into just all of us arguing with each other in a non-vocal I'll, context space. I <laughs> will, I'll ask. I'll reach out. Not a big deal. Um, is there anything else you guys would like to get done before we call it a night? I think you guys had a great adventure tonight. I think uh, get the big skeleton fight. You guys got to do some really cool stuff. You got a key. You you found there was a chance you guys were going to run into the Bahir um, here, uh, but, but it was didn't. that the ninety ninety six? 
So you're almost guaranteed. Oh my god! Yeah, because that was a hero of ninety four, and Matthew rolled ninety six. Ninety six, ninety eight. Um, you saved us, Matthew. No, I had actually rolled. I had actually rolled the here out of the room earlier, but I had rolled for the um, for the dragon eggs, and I hadn't. Wow. Deci- I hadn't decided if the dragon eggs were going to be like hatching. Um, so what you what you saved. What you roll outrolled them being like hatched wormlings for you guys to to fight. Um, so this I'm makes up for all your that. other shitty percentile stuff. <laughs> here with the Bahir having eaten them, it's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so um, I I had a great time. I hope you guys did as well. I hope everybody at home had a good time. We're yeah. gonna say good night. Thank you guys so so much for hanging out. We will see you guys next time, but until then, be cool.